I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Please be advised that Gen X This Is Why contains adult language. The day you die, Jenny, I'm going to start writing my next book. <laughs> Hi, and welcome to Gen X This Is Why, the podcast where we re-examine the sometimes bizarre and often scarring media from our shared childhood. My name is Amy, and I'm a proud Gen Xer born in 1977. And I'm her sister, Jenny, born in 1974. Jen, we're continuing with probably the most dramatic episode of Little House that Mm. we remember. I I disagree. Okay. (laughs) It wasn't really, I didn't really want to have a debate, but okay. <laughs> I think there's two that are potentially more dramatic. Well, Sylvia. Sylvia's probably more dramatic, I think. The the blind school fire aim. I know. How I is know. that not more dramatic? It is. But one can argue that that would not have happened without this episode. <laughs> I mean, one could argue that none of this would happen without the first episode. That's true. Um, I just... You know, I think this is super important, this Yeah, no, this it's, pivotal. it's pivotal. series here. Okay. All right, Jenny, any announcements before we get right into it? I mean, you're fresh off a happy hour. Would you like to report what your blood alcohol content is? I only had like a beer and a half worth of alcohol. I'm fine. I'm good. Okay. All right. I did ride the subway today. Wow. Yeah. That was pretty hmm. major. And it was, it was fine. Like, there were some crazies that got on and... But they were just like the normal, like everyone kind of looked at them like, is there going to be a problem here? Because the subways have been a little rough over the course of the pandemic, like yeah. like crime-wise. And everyone kind of looked at them and they were like, they just had like God materials and they were just like, and we're like, okay, that's good. We're okay with that. We're okay with the we're God good. stuff. That's fine. Like, Move whatever. On. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Harmless. All right. So Jen, we're looking at Little House on the Prairie, season four, episode 22 I'll be waving as you go away, drive away, pack up the team, say goodbye, ride, whatever. Uh, epi- uh, part two. The description reads, Feeling lost and abandoned, Mary battles anger and self-pity at a school for the blind. But soon she finds a source of hope in her new teacher, Adam Kendall. And as they work together, they find they have much in common. Meanwhile, back in Walnut Grove, many are forced to consider the real possibility of having to start a new life elsewhere as the town's economy erodes and work becomes scarce. Meanwhile, back in Walnut Grove, shit has gone sideways. <laughs> it really has. Like the whole, there's not much holding this town up, economy wise. No. Apparently, Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Um, I saw. I don't want to say I saw a spoiler because how can you spoil a forty year old show? <laughs> yeah, 
But I saw in season five that they come back. I'm not spoiling this because I mean you know, we all know this. Yeah, that they come back and Hanson's like delusional and near death and like holding up the town himself. What? And he had a stroke, I guess, and they have to help him, and then they have to bury him. Oh, my God. No, I didn't know all that. <laughs> so season five looks amazing. I think from the start. I feel like season four was the last, like, quality, quote-unquote, season. I think it all starts to really go downhill from here. Well, we do get Mr. Edwards with a monkey. That's season nine. And season I, nine. I think it's an ape and not a monkey, but okay. We're heading there. Mm-hmm. We're heading there. Okay, Jen, so we get a little recap, and it's a poorly done recap, which tells me this aired in two parts in 1977 or whatever. What year are we I in? I think we're in 77, yeah. Oh, the greatest year ever. Mm-hmm. We open on Mary and Pa arriving at the blind school, and suddenly Adam appears. I have an Adam- index card. <laughs> wow. <laughs> It would be weird to add this somewhere else, I like after hate, you're talking about him for half an hour. I hate your face right now. <laughs> Go ahead. Was Adam real? Was he? I'm going to say no. No. Laura Ingalls Wilder, Little House. I got this from Little Laura Ingalls Wilder, Little House on the Prairie, Definitive Guide. Oh. So it sounds pretty official. <laughs> sounds official. Adam was not real. He was a character created for the show. Mary never married, nor did she have any children of her own. Kind of sad. He is played by Linwood Boomer, who is best known for... You know this. I don't know. Was he on The Incredible Hulk? That's fucking random. (laughs) I'm just taking a guess. (laughs) That's so random. (laughs) Was he in Willy Wonka? (laughs) He is the creator of Malcolm in the Middle. Oh, yeah, I do know that. For which he won three Emmy Awards. I knew you knew it. I do know that. Armini's taught me that. Between 1881 and 1889, Mary did attend the Wait, Iowa... Wait, I'm going to stop you right there. What the fuck? He's not best known for that. He is best known for Adam Kendall. Okay, fine. Okay. He might that he might be more successful He has Emmy Malcolm Awards for that. Right. But, but okay. best... I'm going to show you a picture of the dude, and I'm going to be like, who is this? You're going to say Adam Kendall. What if I showed you a picture of him now? You're not going to say, you're going to say Adam Kendall. I'm going to say, that's the the creator creator of Malcolm in the Middle. No, you're not. (laughs) Now I will make sure that I say that's that's the creator of Malcolm in the Middle. So Mary did attend the Iowa School for the Braille and, uh, the Iowa Braille and Sight Saving School in Vinton, Iowa. I don't know why they changed the town of that, whatever. Oh, maybe because they didn't want to like associate it with a real place, I guess. Maybe. She finished the seven-year course of study. So she started there when she was 17 or 14. So basically, she has like a master's degree. Wow. Uh, She graduated in 1889, but did not attend for one of those years. Because there's eight years there in the seven-year course, but no one knows why. Like, there's no record of what she was doing for a year. Hmm. Maybe she was fucking off to the Dominican Republic. (laughs) Shout out to 90 Day Fiance. (laughs) Maybe you have to do some research there and find out what happened to Mary's last year. I can write what happened to Mary's last year. Oh, there you go. I want to see that That's that series. Yeah, I'll get right on that after I rewrite. What was I rewriting? Tough Turf. Tough Turf. (laughs) I'll get right on it. (laughs) She then returned home to, they lived in South Dakota at the time with her parents. She earned a living by making fly nets for horses. She died in 1928 at age 63 from pneumonia. 
That was before Laura's books were published. So she could, wow. could not dispute any of this. Wow, Laura, you are my hero. Just saying. She could not fact check any of this. The day you die, Jenny, I'm going to start writing my next book. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, So are you done now? Yeah, I'm done. Okay. Jesus. Charles is having an attack of conscience in the headmaster's office. He's like... You know, I don't want to do this. I don't want to leave her. And the headmaster, I'm just calling him the headmaster. I don't know sure, what he is. The fine. owner, the principal, the dude. He tells Charles, it takes courage not to hide your child, your blind child away from the world. He says, the blind need to learn what to do by doing it. And then he tells Charles that this is why they don't allow family to visit for three months. And I wrote, Oh my God, Charles is dropping her his child off and not going to see her for three months. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Well, first of all, he, he, the dude says that they lock, they don't lock blind, some people lock blind people away like they're mentally disturbed or mentally ill people. And I'm like, why are we stigmatizing mentally ill? <laughs> like that you could do, that's an asylum. But like, that's not right. what's happening here. I thought for the time depicted in the show which is the 19th the 1970s century. no 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 the time depicted oh in the 19th show, century yeah, yeah yeah that they did okay <laughs> i guess but that shouldn't have been them they take enough liberties that that right they leave things out on purpose and they should because you don't want that to be the message in the 70s mm-hmm, but they they could have not put that line in that's all they would have had to do just leave the line about mental illness Yeah, he could have just said something like, a lot of people lock their yeah. blind children away because they're embarrassed. Yeah, them. yeah. You know what and I like mean? That, and they shouldn't be. Yeah, like right. that would have been like, fine. You didn't yeah. have to like throw the mentally ill under the bus. Right. And then like no letters or visits for three months. This is rehab. No, no, no. He said the school is going to send reports. This is rehab. <laughs> Mary's, Mary's in rehab. rehab. Mary's in studying rehab. Mary's in rehab. <laughs> She's got to stop burning down the fucking house. <laughs> um, I could never do this. I'm just going to go on record. I could never do this. Really? No. Timmy, I would count on Timmy to do the tough love in this situation. I could not. Mm-mm. If you ever no need way. somebody dropped off at rehab, just let me know. I'll, I'll do be it. dropping you off at rehab. I'll so who's going <laughs> to. All right. Paul leaves and the headmaster tells Adam school begins now. Damn. That was like intense. <laughs> He's like, this bitch is learning starts now. Yeah, pretty much. And he like whispered it. Like, yeah, it was super weird. It was, weird. it was super weird. Jen, Adam ain't playing. No, he's not playing. <laughs> so he tells Mary she has to unpack and get to dinner. Mary's like, I can't. I can't do I this. I feel like Pa could have done a service here by mentioning to Mary that Adam is very handsome. That's true. That's true. That would help. Would Pa Pa ever admit that another man was handsome? Michael Landon wouldn't admit it. I think (laughs) Pa would. What's he going to say? Mary, I can't see you for three months. P.S. P.S. Adam's hot. Just so you know. (laughs) Um, I think Pa could have done a service by telling Mary he's not allowed to visit her or say goodbye to her in a long way. Would that have just scared her more? I don't know. He could have just been like, the headmaster doesn't allow long goodbyes, so I have to get going. Would would it have been like, you're a prisoner here? I have to go. I don't know. I don't know. So... Mary's like, I can't, I he can't. He could have handled back. it better. Pa could have mm-hmm. handled this better. Mm-hmm. I agree. And I expect more out of Pa as the most 
yeah. intuitive. He's like, I can get an earlier tree and peace out. Like, so out of character, right? <laughs> like, Mary's probably, what the fuck? Mary has the best, like, oh, like, face through this whole thing. She's just like, what? <laughs> All right. So he tells her, like, Adam's like, dude, I don't care if you can't unpack and shit. You have to learn now. Yep. So Mary, <laughs> this is literally what I've written down. Mary does a lot of feeling around and gets to the dresser and then pounds on the mirror and cries. I was hoping she smashed the mirror. I thought that would have been traumatic. Mm -hmm. Um, I I wanted to ask you a question. We know this has been addressed in the Mimi's already. But do you remember, like, when you were a kid, you would pretend to be blind? Um, no. Like, you would just close your eyes and try to walk around. Oh, okay. Like, not, like, walk out in public and... No, make people no, think I'm blind. No, okay. no. And not oh, like, mocking the blind, well, but, but just like, right. pretending to be blind. Just to see what that can, feels like. Seeing if you could navigate the world. But I think that that is not a good representation. Because like you see right now and then you close your eyes suddenly. Like that's your, your senses that's what happened have not. To Mary. Yeah, but like that happened once. And then her senses started to adjust after that. Right, right. Later we see, and I also wonder too, like what it must be like to be Blind at birth? Yeah, I was thinking about that. Like, I wonder if it's easier no. or harder. It's harder because you can't envision anything. Yeah, but you're also like, it's almost like, it's like the ice skating skiing thing, right? Like, you're a bad ice skater if you know how to ski or like whatever. Like, you know how they compare mm. sports like that? Like, if you have a visual reference, are you trying too hard to visualize it that you ignore the other way to understand the space? You know what I mean? Like... Like, like, people who are never sighted might have a completely different way of thinking about space. But what if space. you said something like, be careful, in 10 steps you're going to walk off a cliff. The person doesn't know what a cliff even is. Yeah, well, communication's a different problem, right? Like, yeah. But they were talking about how, like, people who have been blind a very long time can actually understand space almost like so, like dolphins do. Like, like... The sound wave bounces off a wall and they can tell how far away they are. Echo the dolphin. Yeah, it's called Echo. Echo. I forget what it's called. <laughs> what was Echo the dolphin? I have a vague the, recollection the, of it. The game for Sega Genesis. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Anyway. But it's called, it's called something like that. I forget. Yeah. Like it's like, like sonar. a sense. It's, mm-hmm. well, yeah, but it's, it's natural. Like yeah, they can yeah, tell yeah. how far away they are. Like if you notice, it's Adam, Adam does that with Carolyn. Like, when he meets her, like, he could tell she's standing right there. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, he can kind of tell how far away people are. Like, you don't, if you're just standing there and you're sighted and one day you're not, especially depending on how old you are, like, you have so much reference. Like, I don't know. That may help. It oh, may hurt. like the old man that Laura almost killed in the woods oh when God. she was taking that old blind man through the woods. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And he was really, like, angry and resentful yeah. and, yeah. Okay. I don't know. It's, I mean, pro- it's probably helpful and... It's probably easier and harder in both ways. Like, at least if you... Was it Burl Ives? Yes, Yes. it was Burl Ives. He got them out of the ship by remembering visual things. Yeah, but at least if you know how to read already, like, Braille is probably easier to learn than trying to learn to read with Braille. I don't know. Braille, yeah. Maybe it doesn't matter. Mimi's come at us. If If you know anything about this. I actually actually try to look some stuff up Mm -hmm. on this, and it's hard to find any kind of information around it. Yeah, it's, in- it's interesting, though. Yeah. All right. So, like, I, I've always had a large hearing deficit, but I've, I've, you know, 
if you go deaf, I feel like that's somewhat easier because you can learn sign language and you still have vision. Yeah. I don't, I want to learn sign language so bad just to know it's it. It's not that hard to learn from what I, I understand. Know. I know. It's just, it's really interesting to me. Okay, Jen, later we see Adam coming to Mary's room with food on a tray. And he tries to... God, another fucking reference to this movie. He tries to show Mary how to maneuver around, but he's really Wonka-ish about what? it. What? <laughs> just stop fucking talking about this movie. I think we decided we're going to watch it, right? Yes. Jesus. It's just become a pseudonym for dick. Okay. (laughs) He's such a dick. He's such a Wonka. All right. Mary doesn't want to eat with utensils, and Adam tells her she's not special and starts berating her. Yeah. And don't forget, Mary does not realize that Adam is blind. No, she doesn't. She doesn't know that. I don't think she knows that till the end. Right. She thinks he's a sighted person, just like, I don't know, trolling her. (laughs) Like... But that was good on his part because he modeled for yep. her what it could yeah. be like. Yep, exactly. Yeah. She throws the plate at him and then he makes her clean it up. No, she doesn't throw it at him. She just does the swipe well, off the like, table. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm amping up the drama for the meanies, okay? <laughs> the next day, Adam is teaching Mary to walk towards his voice. There was a big harp behind him. Which, okay, weird. What was going on know. there? Yeah. She's reluctant. It's the unfired harp on the set because no one plays it. (laughs) I was waiting for somebody to play it. Adam tells her he needs to teach her or he doesn't get paid. So he's yelling at her like, come to me. And she starts to shuffle. And he's like, don't shuffle. Walk with confidence. You don't want people staring at you. I love his style. I think it's great. He's a good teacher, man. So then I wrote um, that he tells her. He needs to teach her or he doesn't get paid. And I can't tell if they want to have sex or kill one another. Yeah, like, there is a edge. chemistry between yeah. them. Or and both. I never thought I would say that. Um, then there's, like, the montage of, like, Adam and Mary learning. We don't know how... Like, I, this is over three months, I assume. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Making the bed. Writing. Eating. Mm-hmm. Drinking. Then he takes her in the classroom and introduces her to Braille. Again... It's like the scene out of Ghost with the pottery. Like, there is some tension between these two while she's reading Braille. Jenny, yes, your hand's up. Um, why? So Mary didn't know about Braille. Why didn't somebody say to her three months ago when she went blind, don't worry, there's this thing called Braille. You'll be able to read books. Because she was a huge student and a huge mm-hmm. reader. And, like, that's probably something she was really upset about losing. Like, why didn't somebody mention that to her? That, like, you'll learn, you'll be able to learn how to read. Maybe she thought Laura would read all the books to her. I mean, Laura's useless. She's not going to do that. <laughs> Laura's too busy. Laura's audible. <laughs> I don't know, but did you get that? There was like the ghost reference. Like they're doing this together. The touching of the hands. Yeah, like it was, re- there was a lot of chemistry between them and I was stunned. Well, I have to say like Braille, I should have done my index card on Braille. But, I mean, we can't we can't ignore the fact that Adam's now in this show. <laughs> right. Because, like, Braille, like, this is, like, Lewis Braille, like, changed people's lives. Like, 100%. what an amazing adventure, advent, invention. Jesus. 100%. Like, that it's is. It's like sign language. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. Well, and then, like, we have this thing in tech called, uh, like, they're screen readers, right? So it's like an accessibility thing. Like, yep. 
It it's it's so interesting because like I've worked with them because I work in the office for students with disabilities. Yeah. Do you see I've people? Do you see mm-hmm. people who like use it? Use it? Because like we'll yeah. we'll listen to it and be like, wow, like how does any, anybody pick this up? And then we have like users come in and test it, and they do it at a speed that's crazy, and they they yes. pick it up and they hear it. So like you. Your body adapts to that kind of thing. Like, I could never understand what that thing was saying at that speed, but they pick it right up. Like, they're used to it. Yeah. So it's like, because I'm like, how do, you, how do you do this? It's like, it feels slow. And they're like, no one listens to it at this speed. Like, mm-hmm. it's amazing. It's yep. amazing. They're amazing. They're amazing. Yeah. There's so much adaptive yeah. uh, technology for our students. It's well, really but great. people adapted to it. So these people can listen to yes. it at the speed that, yes. like, it becomes super efficient. Like, yeah. if you had to listen to that at, like, the speed people talk, it would be, it would take you forever to, like, look at a website. But, like, we adapt right. to these things. Yeah, that's true. That's true. All right, Jen. So, at home, we see a split second of my man, Charles. I mean, there's not enough of him in this episode. There's none. I need more Charles. Well, can we discuss that in the class, reading the books and the Braille, that Mary is is returning to her rightful place ahead of the class? that's true that's true um now that charles is aged a little bit are we gonna see any more shirtless paw i don't i can't answer that question do we care i I have that air horn ready to go i mean i can't believe you're even saying this to me after we lost (laughs) edwards completely off the show he's gone and fred everyone i like is gone that's true. Hanson's still there. <laughs> I don't like Hanson. Your man, Doc Baker. I don't like Doc Baker. Okay. I, I like Edwards. That's it. And sometimes I even hate him. So Caroline's running to Charles and she's like, we got a letter from Mary's school. She's learning to read. And that's it. That's, that's it. it. And Laura's like, shit, I had the best grades in the family for eight seconds. Mm, yeah, really. Back at school, Mary's continuing to make progress. And then we see a huge classroom full of blind kids. And I wrote, Jenny, can we get an index card here? What was the rate of blindness back then? Were there this many in this small town? Well, you realize they come from all over the country to that school. I know, but I still feel like we need to know if it was more common no, then. No, I don't think so. It's probably about the same. Well, actually, it might have been more common then because of all those diseases that caused it. Right. Yeah, it was probably a little more common then. Okay. Maybe. Right. I don't know. I have no Stacey. idea. Stacy. <laughs> no, Stacy doesn't have to do this. This is this is not. She doesn't have to do this. Mimi's. We Mimi's. have to do this work. Find find out for us. Should we pause maybe and try to find it? Ah, uh, fine. Pause. Okay, I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. All right. You're not gonna this find this the, easily. I don't think. This is the only thing I found, and this is in. Encyclopedia Britannica. The blind, in truth, occupied no greater or lesser place in history commensurate commensurate to their numbers in the general population. So it's about the same. I would think that would be true. You may have had an uptick in children because they went blind from these diseases earlier. Like, that's Mm -hmm. what you have to look at with those data sets. It's like, what are you you looking at? Generally, it's probably not more. And only 15% of quote-unquote blind people... Have total blindness. Have total blindness, yeah. There's yeah. a lot of, like, legally blind or partially blind or, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So that was our on-the-spot index card. 
not no, not it wasn't. Gonna be a thing. It not was just a, a pause. Thing. Right, it's not going to be a thing. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> okay, Jen. So suddenly we have real ominous music, and we're in Walnut Grove. It's like dun dun dun. Like it's weird. It's a weird mood shift. Walnut Grove. It's is that when the tumbleweed was blowing through the yes, town? Yes. Yeah. There's a tumbleweed. <laughs> They're trying to give us a vibe that Walnut Grove is like failing. It's really upsetting to me. Yep. We see Garvey and Charles. They're at like Olson's, and Garvey's telling Charles, "I got, I got us a quick job cutting eighteen cord of wood for a dollar a cord." Yes. It's a lot of wood. It's a lot of wood for eighteen bucks. Timmy cuts about cuts and splits six cord of wood for us every winter. Takes a good couple of weeks. Well, I feel like somebody and he's using a chainsaw. Who's working at a mill? No, they have the they have the they have a saw. Oh, they, they have the table saw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They it's do. a bandsaw, I think technically. Yeah. Okay. So then Caroline shows up at Olson. She must have been at the post office, which is apparently still running. Sure. And she says she has a letter from Mary saying she can come home now. Wow, that was fast. So we know three months has gone by. And Charles is like, "Can we ditch the kids at your house?" And I didn't understand why at first. I thought he was like. Mary's going to come home and the yeah. kids can't be there? Yeah, yeah, I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know what was happening. They have Allah, to go Allah, when he sent the kids there when Carolyn and him had his fight, had their fight and their makeup sex? They didn't have makeup sex. She had a baby instead. Right, but that's what he wanted. Yeah. yeah. So back at the blind school, Adam is asking Mary if she wants to learn the piano. Mary's like, I can't. I'm only going to be here for a few more days, dude. Why didn't you introduce Braille and the piano on day Three one? months ago, right? <laughs> Then he says, it's been a long time since you've seen your folks, hasn't it? And she says, it feels like a lifetime. She's torn, Jen, because she wants to stay at the blind school. But Adam's like, you can't learn to depend on me because I'm I'm, I'm peacing out. I'm peacing out. I'm going to the Dakota Territory. Yeah. To set up a blind school. Yeah. And I'm like, Mary, go with him, dumbass. Go with yep. him. Mary doesn't know he's blind. So she feels his face to look at him. And then he's like, can I see what you look like? And it strikes her. Yeah. Yeah, like a bolt of lightning. Mm -hmm. Then he starts rubbing her face. Yep. (laughs) Next we see Charles and Carolyn pulling up to the school to pick Mary up. And I wrote, oh, the girls went to Garvey so they could go get Mary. You're still still focused on that? But I have a question. What? Where's Grace? Where's the baby? That baby is not, well. She's not weaned. It's only been three months since the last episode. I don't even know what that means. When you wean no, off the breast milk no, no. and put them onto cow's milk. They drink goat's milk because that baby goat's that didn't milk, have a mother milk, was drinking goat's milk. And that baby was new. Yeah, but if she must you're... Have weaned her. No, you're going to breastfeed your kid as long as possible at this time in history. It's free. Is there any possibility of going back again once you no. wean? <laughs> no, your milk dries up. <laughs> Goofball. <laughs> i don't know how this shit works no Mm-mm. Mm-mm. you're right. not like oh man we need a cup of milk like a year and a <laughs> half later no i don't know what happened i guess i guess she did wean her maybe it was an inconvenience to breastfeed for a long time i don't know yeah, uh, i mean it oh. tell me about it i had twins that wasn't happening i can't even imagine what that yeah. was like did no. you do that did you breastfeed no Mm-mm. do they tell so you my- not to with twins no, no, I, I should have, have no and idea. I wish I did, but I didn't. And now my kids, I'm convinced hate the reason. You they hate you. 
No, I'm convinced, and I'm not shaming anyone who doesn't breastfeed. I did not do it. Mm-hmm. I'm convinced that's why Timmy has a better immune system than me. <laughs> well, they say that. He never gets sick. Yeah, but I didn't I'm get breastfed. All the time. I didn't get breastfed. I never get sick. I don't know. So there's a case know. study against it. Maybe it's my guilt talking. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Your and, kids and have a good I immune also, system, though. I also like to blame mom for things. Yeah, why not? So I did that. Okay. She had a single baby and didn't breastfeed? Be- because, what? of course, my mother-in-law had twins and breastfed. Of course, and mom couldn't do it with one baby. <laughs> Twice. She had two chances. <laughs> All right, so Mary tells, okay, so Mary t- sits Carolyn and Charles down. She's like, I made you lunch. Come down, sit down, whatever. She's pouring drinks. She's feeling the temperature yeah, of ice. Like, I mean, yep. she made totally a lot different of cake. person. Mm-hmm. And Carolyn's like ecstatic, which you kind of get. You kind of yep. get. Yep. She has decided, Mary tells them she has decided to go to Winoka, right? In Dakota Territory. Yep. With Adam and teach at the blind school. And Carolyn starts sobbing with joy and they all agree she should go. She should go. Now we have a pretty weird scene. Charles and Carolyn are in a hotel. and They're in the hotel. The only hotel hotel that is on Little House on the Prairie. But as they were leaving, Mary and Adam are holding hands on the porch. I didn't realize they were a thing. I guess they're a thing. Guess they're a thing. So... And I wrote, are they an item or does he hold her hand for guidance? And then I wrote, and why is Laura not in this episode? Do we really need Laura here? <laughs> would have enjoyed The last Laura thing here. you need is Laura around a school full of blind people. How many kids would Laura have gotten killed oh my God. in blind school? It would have been like epic. Yeah. I'm shocked Laura didn't start the blind school fire. How do we know she didn't? Oh, it was Albert, wasn't it? Yeah. I'm, I'm shocked it wasn't Laura. Okay. Spoiler alert, it's Albert. <laughs> so, Charles and Carolyn are at the hotel, and I wrote, Ooh, this could be exciting. Maybe my dream would come true, and we'd have some drunk paw. Nope. 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 Carolyn is sleeping with the full lights on. I know. Like, <laughs> the overhead light is on. Like what The is overhead happening? light's on, and Charles is talking to himself in the mirror, and she's sleeping dead through all this. He wakes her up and he's all manic and he's telling her that Walnut Grove is fucked and he thinks they should move to Anoka. Yes. Okay. I mean, I thought that was obvious, like an obvious plan. I thought it was a good plan. Yeah. Like, what else are you doing? So Carolyn's resistant, but she's like, okay, let's do it. And Charles wants to go to the blind school right then. In the middle of the night, in the rain, wake everybody the fuck up. Like, they don't have enough going on with working with these kids. Even though Waking the headmaster was sitting there waiting for him, basically, <laughs> which was creepy as fuck. <laughs> to tell Mary that they're that they're following, which her. we don't even get the scene. No, we don't get. the We scene. don't even get the fucking Mm-mm. scene. How nope. do you do? How do you tease that and then you don't show us? I don't know, Jen. That's if that's... I could get into the mind of this writer's room. I well, would I feel be like, like did the right? Well, yeah, I guess the screenplay would say if it yeah. happened or not. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So I wrote, okay, Charles, let's calm down a little bit. And then I'm like, wait, <laughs> so they're going to just rip Laura and Carrie out of school? But then we learn that the, the school's, school's closed. closed down. Yeah, so we okay. got to get keep these kids educated. Yes. So the next day, Mary and Carolyn and Charles are all saying goodbye and heading home. And they're going to come back and see Adam in a month. And Did Mary- you notice Adam's act, like his swagger's completely gone. Like he's acting all dorky now and like all awkward. What the fuck? Well, he fell in love, apparently, in three months. 
Okay. Okay. With his student. Like, that should be yeah, rule yeah. number one. Yeah, right? Mm. Okay. So then they kiss, and I'm like, oh, I guess they are a thing. With his 15-year-old student. Is she 16? Maybe she's 16 by now. She might yeah, be 16, 16 by now. But still, how old is he? Hold on. Oh, wait. In the newspaper article, how old was Mary when she went blind? 14. Oof. But we know none of this really happened. Oof. So she's, say, at the most, 16, right? Mm-hmm. So what's that guy's name? What is his real name? I don't know. Adam Lin- Kendall? Linwood something. Boomer. <laughs> Linwood Boomer. Okay, Boomer. He gets that all the time. 1955. So where is what's his name? John, John Jr. Jr. Where's John Jr.? <laughs> he would not have written that. Crappy I was like Johnny Johnson. Johnny Johnson would not write poetry. No, he was a different disaster. So wow, Jen, I wrote Walnut Grove's a real ghost town. The school's closed. They just the like wrecked closing. in one episode. Basically, they're like it's trash. It's gone. It's over. It's bad. Charles and Mary go to visit Nels at the mercantile to try to sell something. Nels is like, dude, I have no money. Yeah, he's like, like I can't I'm done. Buy shit. Get out of here. And Beetle shows up, and she's like, I'm leaving too. This was actually really sad. But I wonder, does she ever come back? I don't know. I don't think she does. I don't think so. I think Laura becomes the teacher. Oh, no, no. Doesn't doesn't Almanzo's sister? Eliza Jane? Yeah, I think so. I think it's her first. Yeah. Yeah. So... This was really sad because she's like, my star pupil is becoming a teacher. Mm-hmm. And she gives Mary her cameo, which was given to her by her first teacher. And then they hug and they say goodbye. Okay. Later that night, the family's packing up and they de- they're they trying to decide if they're going to go to church on Sunday. When on fucking earth would the Ingles not go to church on Sunday? Well, I think, we... they were, I think they were like, if Mary doesn't want to go... Like, we'll Do we not him. remember season one when Charles literally got yelled at in a field? Oh, yeah. For plowing his field instead of going to mass. Maybe after all this, they're a little less religious. I don't know. <laughs> but next... did you notice oh, no, baby what? Grace is there? Like, there's an actual baby <laughs> on the set. Like, they actually have the character on the set. How old does she look? Like, She's an infant. You know correct? I'm not good at this. You know I'm not good is at this. Is she walking? She's not walking. Carolyn's holding her. So she's an infant. So yeah. she's probably breastfeedable. I What's know. happening, guys? I don't know. What is happening? How do we explain Carolyn leaving town for two or three days? She was gone at least overnight. And I mean, no... her her milk would not dry up overnight. So right. theoretically, she could probably do this. But I don't think you're supposed to switch back and forth like why that. Don't I mean, you, why don't you check that out a little more and maybe call some doctors I need and some, interview them? I need some kind of index card on this. Because they why have no way to refrigerate. index card on breastfeeding? I'm going to do an index card on breastfeeding and throw up all over my floor. Okay. All right, Jim. The next day, church is a real bummer. Yeah, Rev walks in and I'm like, 
I almost felt bad for him. Like, he really has this fucking work cut out for him. Rev walks in and immediately starts crying. I wow. know. I'm like, and then he fails instantly. <laughs> like, dude, you're supposed to be holding these people up. You're supposed to be like... Nope. He's angry. He's confused. And you know what, Jen? He's pissed off. He's questioning the Lord. And I'm like, this is the first time you've questioned the Lord. And children have died over the years. And you yes. weren't questioning the Lord. Now you're Did like, our not... bank is gone. I'm questioning the Lord. Did we not forget the greatest episode ever? The snowstorm where yes. <laughs> the kid flops up against the door as an icicle <laughs> and we made fun of it. The frozen kids. <laughs> okay. So Rev kisses. Oh, no, wait. Where am I? Whoa. <laughs> what were you watching? I No, he does kiss Mary, but wait. <laughs> okay, so Rev says he remembers Jen not too long ago talking to Charles, and he told him, you know, Mary's been chosen for this special purpose, and today he's like, now we know what that special purpose is. She's going to be a teacher for blind children. Then he says, Mary also asked me if she could lead prayer chain. As she goes up, he grabs her and kisses her on the forehead. Okay. All right. Okay. They keep saying Mary's leaving. Does the town not know that the whole Ingalls family is leaving? I have no idea. That was weird, I thought. I thought so, too. Like, we all know on the the ten times Charles has thrown a temper tantrum yeah. and packed threatened up to the leave family, town. Packed up the team. Yeah. <laughs> like, people have cried about it. So Mary reads a prayer in Braille, right? Yep. And the she has a Braille ends. Bible, which is, and like, this ends. big. Yeah. yeah. Episode over, Jen. Yeah. Not too thrilled with that ending. I don't know. I thought I thought the ending, well, yeah, I wasn't either. But I was happy to see Mary excelling because she just can't help it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this blind thing, she's like, I'm good. I'm good. I got this. I'm giving a sermon now. Yeah, when I think about it, there's really no other way they could have ended it. I, I think they like, could have left. we don't left. need to see them leaving. I don't know. Like, it felt weird, I guess. Yeah, because, like, you would have had to start something else, really. Yeah, right. But doesn't. Maybe I'm wrong about this because I know like this has happened a couple times in this series. Doesn't the rest of the town come out like a bunch of them? Come out where? Go to where Charles and Carolyn are. No. Don't the Garveys go out there too? And the Olsons? Oh, to Winoka. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes. So what would have been cool is when if they all went outside and like just decided to all go together. Yeah. Yeah. Like that could have been a good... Mm-hmm. Ending. Yeah, that could have been good. There, I rewrote it. There you go. All right. So, Jenny, um, whose fault is this? This is racist Willy Wonka's fault. Wow. <laughs> the re- it's the railroad's fault. This is the railroad's fault. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And unbridled it capitalism. It is. And and because you mentioned this, I'm going to give my why first because it has to deal with this. Okay. So... At the end of every episode, Jenny and I talk about a theme or a lesson or a scar that we took with us from the original viewing, something that we remember that may be imprinted on us um, as adults now, or something we took away from the rewatch. We call it our why. It's designed to finish the sentence. Gen X, this is why. My, my why, why. My why is very inspiring, so I'll go last. Okay. My why for this episode is this is why we need to end the stranglehold of the railroads. Only replace railroads with internet companies, cable companies, and Amazon. Banks. Banks, Amazon. It all needs to go. Oil companies. It all needs... We can't talk about breaking up big tech with Jenny. But everything else (laughs) needs to be broken up and go. 
everything else. I mean, it's ridiculous. I literally have one choice of cable provider in my yeah. area. And I have to pay whatever they tell me to pay. Yeah. For my internet. So no, my non, kids can do school. Not like real actual non-competition is bad. Yeah. yeah. Like when you have zero competitors in a space. Tech has a ton of competitors. Not a ton, but like a handful in every space basically. Yeah. Well, I'm telling you right now, I hate big corporations. Yeah. I always did. And I wonder if I learned some of that from Little House because this is a recurring theme with them that like the man is trying to bring but them But I down. feel like the 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 corporations that Gen Xers created and millennials, like some of them, not, I mean, obviously this isn't all, but like that old school, big evil corporation, I hope is a thing of the past. It's not. Look at Amazon. Well, yeah, Amazon is, you're right. They're a big evil corporation. But Look like, Facebook. but that is falling out of favor more, like at least, at least it's not accepted as the normal thing. Like... Right, there's these companies You see like, it for what it is, where I feel like, you know, everyone loved General Electric, everyone loved Exxon. There's Did, these they? Companies Did everyone like love Exxon? Walmart and stuff that are just hereditary, yes. like just handed down legacy companies, if you will. Yep. That are pretty shitty. I don't think Amazon We have to no, I mean Amazon's not that no matter obviously. what what you think about whatever company, like we have to check our capitalism. There has to be a control on it. And half of these companies agree with that. Like, they should be taxed. They should, like... Yeah, like, you how could, like that? You like have to check it somehow. The railroads are literally shutting down this town. Yeah. Yeah, like, that shouldn't be allowed to happen. And, like, there's all kinds of, like, controls on this now. Like, you know, the, there's still a bunch that we need that we're, you know, we're figuring out that we need, like, mm-hmm. regulations and stuff. But... yeah. It's better than it was, but it's still far away. Like, we, we still need checks on, on just this runaway capitalism. It's not good for anyone. Like, it's Mm-mm. not good for equality. It's not it's not good for anyone. No, and I'm very upset that next season, this is going to cause Hanson's demise. And I'm very upset about it. I mean, Hanson's like 105. Is this what causes <laughs> his demise? All right, Jenny, what is your why for this episode? This is why you never know where your life is going to lead you and you should be willing and ready to be out of your comfort zone because that is where the growth in your life happens. Wow, look at you coming with some Look therapy. at me. And also, it may not always look exactly the way you planned. So like Mary didn't plan on this, right? Like mm-hmm. this quote unquote derailed her life plan. So Jenny, would you say God had a plan for no, her? No, that's not what I'm saying. So we know this didn't happen to Mary in real life, but let's just mm-hmm. let's just uh, pretend it did, right? This is her, her story. Like she didn't plan on going blind, obviously, and she thought like everything was a disaster, and she's at the lowest point in her life, and everything's terrible, and like forget her future, right? But then Been she there. learns that like right, everyone has, <laughs> and then but then she realizes that like she can live a totally normal life and like have mm-hmm. you know have all the things that she wanted in this life. She just has to learn how to pivot. And take this chance and go to this school and, like, really work hard at it. And she met this guy who she really likes and she ends up marrying and, like, you know yeah, what I mean? Like, you just never that? know what direction it's going to go in. And now, like, her going to, to open this blind school and teach these kids and, like... Is awesome. Give them a chance. Like, it's given her real purpose. Like, it's, you know, what like, I that think that's good. What was dude's name? What was her boyfriend in the last episode? Like, we Seth? didn't even know his name. Seth, right. Yeah, okay, like, what was she, she missed? Like, go have a bunch of kids with Seth? Like, Yeah, what was she going to do? Open a livery? 
Yeah, but, like, now she has, like, a real sense of purpose and, like, something she mm-hmm. really believes in. And, like, she's going off to this, like, faraway land on this adventure with Adam. And, like, that was not something she was expecting. I remember being at my lowest and thinking, like, this is so ridiculous, but the time in my life when I felt that way was when I got divorced, right? I was 27. It's and amazing, I remember right? thinking, yeah. my life is over. I'm going to die a, spin- a beetle spinster. Like, I'm done. I'm too old now to start over. I was 27. Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. But like, it's I hard. Wouldn't fe- I wouldn't feel that way now, which is right. weird. Right. But it's hard. Like, when you're going through something like that, it's hard to think about things in a rational way. It right? is. It really is. I also think when you're going through times like that, or even when you're not, sometimes we're just not the greatest predictors of what will make us happy. You know what I mean? Like, right. we're just, sometimes we're we're too close-minded to it a lot of times. Oh, yeah. Yep. Definitely. All right, Jen. So, why don't you tell everyone what is coming up next? Uh, we're going to a new season. New season. So, I have to switch pages here because we're on a Wouldn't it be great if Johnny five. Cash was in the new one? Johnny Cash. Like, if he was in every season opener? Although I spread the lie that he was in another episode, <laughs> he's not. That was fake news. So we're going to do season five, episode one and two. They're a two-parter. We're going to do them together. It's called As Long As We're Together. So as long as we're together, we're going to do these together. I hate you. The description reads, Poor financial conditions influence the Ingalls family to move to Winoka when Mary goes there to teach at a blind school. They meet Albert, an orphan to whom Charles Mm. forms an attachment, even though Laura catches him stealing from the hotel that Charles manages. Okay. So we get to um, meet Albert now. All right. Good. Everyone, thanks for listening. We appreciate your support. Leave a five-star review if you haven't. We can use some more reviews. It helps us pop up in people's searches. Is that what's and that's going where on? we want to be. Is that how it works? Yes, we want to be in your search. Okay? That's what they we already want found to us. happen. Mm-hmm. So if you could leave a five-star review, we'd really appreciate that. You can say, you know, Amy is right, Paw is hot, Hot Paw forever, more air horn, less index cards, whatever you want to say. You can do that in a review. We'd really appreciate it. Thanks for listening. We'll see you soon. Hi, everyone. Amy here. If you'd like to support our podcast, please consider leaving us a review wherever you listen. To send us an email or connect with us on social, please visit us at genxthisisy.com. Thanks a lot for listening. We'll see you soon. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.